Cool. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well out there. This is the lads from Unplayable. Uh, I'm Con, and I'm joined by Dave and Cooper, where we're going to do a special pod all to do with the sweepstakes for the Masters, which was designed by our very own Cooper Nolan from the pod and his good friend, Ben Reynolds. Um, given Ben isn't here to take credit for it himself, I think... Uh, we have to give him a massive shout out because it really looks brilliant. And I know Ben put huge effort into making it even better than it's been in previous years for you boys. Um, I think this was first started in 2021, Cooper, uh, and it's evolved since its first couple of iterations. Um, I think the number of participants have been in the thousands each year. Uh, and I believe, uh, given how slick it looks this year, I'm sure it'll probably be the biggest year yet. Uh, sweeps.io is where you'll find it online and the top prize is 3,000 euro with prizes being paid out all the way down to ninth position um, I believe with the additional proceeds going to support Louth Ladies uh, Gaelic Football Association so for the sake of brevity we'll try to keep our conversation brief today um, Although once you log on, you'll see it's very easy to see how it works. Cooper's just going to give you a quick explainer, and then the three of us will work our way through uh, our thoughts on who we fancy from each section for what it's worth, which hopefully will give you uh, the listener some ideas on what to do with your own selections. Um, Cooper, I'll let you give a quick explainer as to how it all works. Yeah, um, so it's actually been going since like 2019. And it started off as a, a disgusting Excel sheet. Um, so when you look back at the original the original uh, leaderboards, it's uh, it's not pretty. But as you said, uh, credit to Ben. Um, like we used to use a lot of different services and products to kind of piece together a sweepstakes. Um, and now it's completely kind of in-house um every aspect of it bar payments with stripe is is built by ben so yeah massive massive shout out to ben and um, it looks amazing um but yeah it's um i guess it's it's fairly it's fairly straightforward as you said con ui wise like it, it's not that difficult um to, to kind of navigate but um as far as rules go and i guess we'll go through group by group now um the, the way it works is there's five groups um divided by the odds so if you take the the favorites out to about 16 to 1 they're group 1 i think it's about 16 to 1 to 33 to 1 is group 2 33 to 50 to 1 is group 3 50 to 8 50 to 125 to 1 is group 4 and then 125 to 1 plus so it's pick one player from each of those groups and the finishing position of the player is the points totaled. So if McElroy finishes third, it's three points. If Jason Day finishes 50th, it's 50 points. And the goal is to get the lowest amount of points. Um, the one catch um, that it, it was a few angry emails at the when we started doing it um, was the, the, the cut. So if one of your players misses the cut, your entire team is out. So every year without fail, um, I think it's it's literally been 19%, 21%, 20%, like religiously 20% of people make it through to the weekend every year. So in this year, um, like last year, we had over a thousand people. And if you're in the top 20%, you're, you're battling against 200 other people and anything can happen on Sunday in Augusta. So if you make it through to the weekend, you're 
you're well within a chance to win that three thousand euro first prize. Um, there's five thousand euro total up for grabs, and yeah, it's uh, we're 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 excited now. We've twelve hundred active users. Um, it's been doubling year on year. So if we go over two thousand this year, it'll be a it'll, it'll be unreal. So yeah, excited to, to kick her off. Um, Great stuff. I, I think, as you say, Cooper, the main thing from my bloody experience of doing it in previous years is is making getting five lads that are actually going to make the cut is pretty hard. It's all well and good picking a couple of lads that are top ten. It's all about getting um, your lower ranked boys into the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll we'll get into it now, but like round one or sorry, group one. I think there's usually a few disappointments. So big guys missing cuts, um, but the 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 real kind of the winners every year without doubt have picked a group five guy 125 to 150 to one that's in the top 10 like that's where that's where you make the money here so as we dig into the the later groups that's where that's where the money is made lovely job well do you want to pop up your screen there cooper and we'll work through the five groups one by one Um, so group one dave this is a group with heavy hitters you're talking Scheffler, Rory, Speed, Ram, all the favourites. I mean, you could make a case for any of them. Um, what yeah, like this This is the group where, you know, it's it's almost the easiest decision and the most difficult all wrapped up together because, as you say, you can make a case here for any of these to contend. Um, I think it's very hard, like because there's such heavy hitters in this group, it's very hard for me just to go further down the list than the top three, McElroy, Scheffler and Ram. I think I'll certainly be leaning towards picking one of the big three here when I have the opportunity. I think all three of them have been in excellent form all year. Scotty's obviously defending champion. John Ram's already won, won three times this year. Rory, we saw him back to his best at the match play last year, won on the DP tour as well. So I think, you know, That'd be kind of where I am leaning, and I suppose honourable mention for Jordan Spieth, uh, former champion at the Masters. He's had three top sixes already this year on tour, um, a bit of an Augusta specialist. And then at the other seven guys, I mean, clearly you're talking about seven of the best players in the world. There's a lot of major champions there, former world number ones. But for me, there's probably a little bit too much uncertainty with them as opposed to the, the three or four that I mentioned at the outset. My, uh, I'm biased, but I have to say I fancy Rory this year. He, uh, oh, yeah, I thought you were going to say, thought you were going to say Jason Day. <laughs> My Aussie background. Um, yeah, I think Rory's just like this is the nine time he's gone for the career Grand Slam, which is nuts, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's been that long since he won his major in 2014 Open, but I think his game and mental approach are just uh, the best. Uh, shape of his career but to be honest when I look at this group and group, uh, Cooper you can correct me if I'm wrong like this actually is almost the least important group to pick because you're you're guaranteed that some of one of these guys like provided R- Rory or you know Sheffler doesn't have a disaster they're probably going to finish in the top 10 or top 20 anyway yeah like when when it comes down to the if you actually look at the leaderboards um, for the previous years Group one has the most variation, so like the amount of different names in there. Um, whereas group five is all the same guys, as in they've found the one that drags them right up the leaderboard. Whereas group one is kind of yeah, it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Um, like McElroy, I think what he's 
he was top eight in all the majors last year. So you can expect him to go close. Speed's been like in the top three, five times in the last nine years in the Masters. Expect him to go close. Scheffler, defending champ. He does have a, a bit of a, a monkey on his back with them. The only person to, def- or the last person to defend the Masters was Tiger in 02. Um, Ram, obviously, before he kind of uh, tailed off um, in the last few weeks, had literally had a, a Tiger esque run. Um, Day's playing unbelievable as well. But, like, yeah, as you said, these guys should be in and around the top 10, top 20. So it, it, the the point variation is is relatively low when you compare it to the other groups. Cool. Will we uh, have a look at group two then? And something else that's cool, just a little feature there for anyone who's who's looking at this while we're while they're listening to us. You click on any of these players, and you can see all these stats pop up on them, which is pretty useful. So you can see the yeah. ranking and all that. Yeah, yeah we're pulling it's, that it's in, very, pulling that in very... from pulling that in from Data Golf, um, and we just tried to pick. I guess um, obviously Data Golf, you can go as granular as you want <laughs> with with stats, um, but. In terms of just the the, the kind of general um, key indicators, uh, we just try to stick it in. The odds then are taken from Paddy Power and OWGR for the rankings. So hopefully, it, if anyone is between two players, you might be able to pick them apart. Either listening to us talk shite or or with the stats on the side. Yeah, they, they they say as well. Just for anyone who's not as familiar with with Augusta, some that it's a second it's a second shot golf course. So. One of the stats that stands out to me there straight away is strokes gained approach. So you can see if anyone is watching the video, we're on Max Homa here. He's he's 13th in stroke gains approach. Fina is fourth in strokes gained approach. So like these these guys are there. So there's that's an interesting one. Sam Burns, you just flicked on to if you go back to Burns. Yeah. Like Burns has been playing well recently, but he's only 96 in stroke gains approach strokes gained approach. So like there, there's someone straight away that I that I'd move away from in terms of my thinking for this group. Um Tyrrell Hatton has been in excellent form all season he had a poor week at the match play last week but i think they were saying he, he hurt his wrist on the range and he, he made a good start to the texas open last night so he's certainly someone to consider here i think the ones that i would gravitate away from here and i think this will be a common theme for my selections is uh the live boys so we have dustin johnson in this group and the reason i say that is just because it's very difficult to to know where these guys sit in the world of golf anymore. So you can see Johnson there, 68 in the world rank, and that's because he hasn't been able to earn any world ranking points for so long. It's not that he's he's probably, he's a, he's well, he's certainly a better player than that. But also, um, it's very difficult because he hasn't really been playing competitive golf the same way some of these others have. So I'd say probably a word of caution to not fall into the trap of picking Dustin Johnson in this second group. Um, but there are some there are some players who have been blowing hot and cold here for me. So this is actually quite a difficult one. So I think this is one where I'd probably rely on the stats and look at the likes of Fina and Homa with excellent stroke gains approach mm-hmm. uh, stats and, and kind of just just go go down that route with it. Yeah, as opposed to some of the kind of later groups where you 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 might pick someone out that you 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 have a bit of a fancy for and you think they're overvalued. This is like when you're talking about group two, like any one of these lads at the top of the leaderboard on. Friday evening is no surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe are the live guys. Um, so like, but at the same time, if they miss the cut, you're like, ah, yeah, it's you, you find some sort of an excuse for it. So the, these are trappy yeah. enough groups that actually really jumped out at me. Um, yeah, yeah, realize number four, yeah, and then even you can see like you know because the other the other factor the other factor that goes to typically is is around the greens and he's quite solid around the greens and putting as well. So. 
that's Fina is someone whose stats would would certainly add up towards mm-hmm. being a very solid pick, and he's kind of been going under the radar this season, sort of solid but unspectacular performances. So, might be a bit of value in him. I think you can correct me if I'm wrong, Cooper, but with with all of these kind of sweepstake things, the Irish boys t- probably tend to get a a very good following, and and, and I see Mister Lowry's here. Larry again, there is strokes gained approach. Um, his strokes gained approach stats are pretty good, 22nd, but what stands out there hugely, and this has been an issue for him for the last 12 months, is putting like outside the top 200 in strokes gained putting. Yeah. That's 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 not going to get it done at Augusta. I think Larry has a lot to, he's a lot to prove in terms of contending. Uh, he's a lot to prove with the putter in terms of contending at majors this season, I think. Yeah, we had a winner one year who um, didn't play golf, but they picked Larry and Power. Could have been last year, actually. Would have had to be last year, yeah, with Power in his mm. first Masters. And yeah, took that Power ended up being the 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 the, the winning the winning ingredient. Um, but yeah, no idea about golf. Just well, obviously watched a bit of golf, but just picked the lads because they're Irish. And yeah, it's nor- normally um, just well, into it actually handicaps you. Let's let's face it. It's the it's it's there's nothing wrong with the Grand National approach from time to time. Just <laughs> just stick a pin in the paper and back whatever comes up. Yeah, but, yeah. I actually think uh, I I wouldn't uh, as as big fans of Homa, we've been all year like it's amazing to see him up to world number six. Um, but yeah, I think the odds reflect he's kind of he, he is one of the best players in the world right now. But I I don't think he's going to get it done. That really surprised me. Happen seventeenth in the world. He's been on absolute fire. I I I was sure he was in the top ten. Um, like he he was definitely. I thought he was going to be a group one guy this year, but. Um, like as far as consistency goes, and literally plowing out the, I think it's five, five top sevens in his last seven starts. So, like, if you're looking for someone who's on form and on song, um, you probably won't get someone as consistent as him this year. Yeah, and something else that's just worth noting uh, here, and this is obviously <laughs> true for all of them. Augusta is very much a horses for courses type of um, t- type of place. So, so many of these top players would have played Augusta for years and years. And if you're coming at it, having only played once or twice at Augusta, and say you missed the cut last year, like Sam Burns, for example, playing really well at the moment, won the match play. He's only one appearance at the Masters last year where he missed the cut. He's a huge disadvantage to some of the other guys who've been playing for five, ten years at, at the Masters. So just just take a look at their previous history at the Masters is generally a reasonable indication, more so than other events. Yeah, I will also just add there as well, just for this group, because there there normally is um, uh, withdrawals laid on. Uh, Casey did it last year when he withdrew after, he withdrew at the Dell match play and then withdrew on the 11th hour in the Masters. Matsuyama also withdrew at the, ma- at the Dell match play. He is out there today um, in Texas at the Valero, uh, probably just doing a stress test for his body, but um, if you were picking him, obviously now, sorry, but we've done this year, you can create an account. So you can go in and have a look at your teams. You can edit your teams whenever you want. Um, so no no issues in actually making changes. But I'd be, if I had Matsuyama on my team as a past Masters champ and um, like as far as kind of players go, he'd be, he'd be a popular enough one to back. Um, I would definitely be keeping an eye on that on Wednesday night. 
um just see watching interviews maybe just seeing how how he is and if he's if he's even going to tee it up on thursday yeah um right we move along to group three here we this go is, this is easy. this is where it this easy. is where it gets interesting this is where it gets interesting so there's another there's another common pitfall that a lot of people can fall into here and that's uh, mr woods um and there you go no historical <laughs> data available for Tiger Woods. So you're, you're rolling the dice with Tiger. I think like it's 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 reading between the lines. He's going to be playing, but there's not even firm confirmation of that. I saw Nota Begay, good friend of his, who works for the Golf Channel, saying that he was he was exceptionally sore after playing in Riviera a few weeks ago, probably more so than he thought. So the recovery period there was was difficult. So Woods is certainly someone who. I think everyone would love to see up the top of the leaderboard at the weekend, but it's your like particularly in a sweepstakes, your your role in the dice here massively if you're if you're going with Woods. Um for those of for those of you who listen to our pod, you'll know how much it pains me to say this, but <laughs> the man up in the top left corner, Justin Rose. MBE Rose. MBE Justin Rose, the Zika <laughs> champ. He's uh he's he's had a an excellent start to his year he's he's won on the pj tour already for the first time in a number of years he's very solid performer historically around augusta he's had a number of top finishes he lost in the playoff to garcia in 2017 so he doesn't know how to get it done around augusta and um, but he does know how to how to get himself into a solid sweepstakes position for you and you can see there his his numbers are solid but unspectacular in terms of the ones that we point out as being key approach and putting um this one here there's a few interesting characters another one of course is is patrick reed um i would say of all the live of all the live players in the field he's just he's so stubborn and so obnoxious that it would be like him to get into the mix here and really spice things up a former champion of course um so kind of winning the mold of the horses for courses rather than Rather than current form, as as Con was saying, um, so yeah, this is actually this is quite a difficult group, but there's a couple of red herrings in there for anyone picking. I would say, legitimately, Rose, unfortunately, is probably the the safest bet for me. That's what I. Yeah, if you, if you dig into Rose's um Rose's form at the Masters, he has he's been he's been there seventeen times, and twelve of those times he's been in the top twenty five, never missed a cut. Or, sorry, one one missed cut last year. Sorry. Um, but as far as literally consistency and horse for course again, yeah, he's he's definitely right up there. If Reed is in the mix on Sunday, I will vomit. Um, his I actually love to see it. I, I love off. like even Dubai was Dubai was bad enough, but if he's in contention for a fucking green jacket, I'm gonna get sick. It'd be it'd be a little bit it'd be a little bit like you know England in the final of the Euros, like an absolutely horrendous experience but the payoff of them losing on penalties makes up for it <laughs> so it'll be a little bit like you know Reed, Reed contending on Sunday would be difficult to swallow but if he did if he did make it make a mess of it and, and Rory were for example was to get in ahead of him it would be very very sweet and um, I, he, he, <clears throat> I think I just because I think as I said my approach to the sweepstakes at least is going to be just avoid live because there's just too much uncertainty around it but I think Reed is probably one of the better shouts for anyone who wants to wants to go down the Saudi route. Yeah, I was um I was just watching um watching a video. Uh, Adam Scott, I think he did a, a podcast. It could have been for um uh, the Fox Five Podcast, someone like that. 
but he was chatting about his his put win in um, what year was that? When he beat Cabrera in a playoff. Twenty thirteen, I think. Thirty thirteen, yeah. Poor El Cabrera. I backed Cabrera that year. He's in a, a titch. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, I had him that year as well. There was loads. There was loads He's, of us in Wicklow. I don't know. Something went around Wicklow about Cabrera that year. There was something in the yeah. water. He's a. Uh, he's in a. I think he's still in an Argentinian cell at the moment for. Yeah, I wonder will I wonder will they dial him in for the for the Champions Day? Yeah, fly him in for the dinner. <laughs> but uh, the the uh, Scott was talking about when he had Stevie on the bags uh, on the bag that week, and they were talking about the playoff putts. So Cabrera's, I I actually forgot how close he got to making that putt. It was an absolute rake from mm-hmm. But Scott's was just across the green. It was on the tenth, and he thought it was a cup outside. And Stevie goes, "It's two cups." And he said, are you sure? Are you absolutely positive? He goes, I'm positive. And obviously, history was made then afterwards, one of the best celebrations on a, on a Masters green. But um, he, he's playing very well. He's he's definitely one to, I guess, as you said, Dave, this group is is trappy as. Um, I agree on the Rose side. I actually like Corey Connors here as well. Um, he's never missed a cut, but his kind of form has gone from pretty much bottom of the leaderboard at the weekend 73rd, 46th, 10th, 8th, 6th. Like he's he's going the right direction in terms of someone trending positively towards potentially a green jacket. And he's playing decent this this year as well. Um so I, I'm 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 torn here, to be honest. Um it's I'm it's gonna take every ounce of my being to to not back Tiger. But uh, I think for for uh, for Sandy's sake, I'll probably be going with Either Justin Rose, Connors, or taking a punt at someone like Scott. But yeah, I'd be absolutely avoiding the live boys. Right. Well, we have a look at uh, Group Four. I think um, the the latter groups now are where maybe we can give a little bit more help to people who don't follow the golf closely as, as we do. Um, yeah. Dave, who's jumping out at you here? Immediately, nobody. I mean, it's it's it's. This is actually full of live players. So for the reasons I mentioned, this is a difficult <laughs> one. And then you have you have someone like Tom Hoagie, who whose approach play is absolutely outstanding. And I think that stat will show there. Yeah, he's in the top twenty strokes gained approach. But look at his look at his around the green important stats. They're right down there. So he's a bit of a punt. Um, Kurt Kitayama has been playing very well all year, but reason he's he's a winner on tour. I mean, a hundred to one is a huge price for him. But I think what what's what being reflected in that is the fact that he doesn't have much, if any, Augusta pedigree. Um, and then you have a couple of former champs there, like Danny Willith and 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 Bob Watson. Although to be fair to Willith, he does have a good Augusta record outside of his win, um, and he has been reasonably in the mix. I think the 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 form player here is Kitty Yama, and then after that, probably Keegan Bradley. But Bradley is kind of he was playing very well early in the season, and you can see there is his strokes gained approach numbers are quite good, and his strokes gained putting numbers there are. 144. Typically, Bradley's a better putter than that. It's probably a little bit like Lowry. He, he just he's obviously just going through a difficult period role in the Rock, but he was someone who was playing very well early in the season, and um, who possibly isn't playing as well as you'd like going into the Masters. So this this actually these these last two groups and, and this one is, is, is very very difficult to choose. I like honestly, I'd I'd lean I'd lean towards someone like. Bradley just because he's 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 been reasonably consistent all season, but I've no idea where to go with this one so far, lads. I'm yeah, going I, sorry, sorry go I'm I'm looking at, at Louis as the main man here. I know he's with Liv. Um 
But this is really about just picking players who you fancy to make the cut and hopefully they have kind of a miracle run. But um, mm. Louis is strong record at the Masters. He lost in a playoff a few years ago. I mean, as recently as 2021, he had second, second and third in three of the majors. And that's not long ago at all. So big question mark around playing at Live. He's not playing in the top tier of golf, but he is playing well at Live at the moment. He got into a playoff last week, whatever that counts for, but his game is is there. He is a world-class player. A little bit on the older um, side. Plays with Liv, but I'd fancy Louis for this group. Yeah, like it's that's the that's the issue with these Liv lads. Like you take the Reed McElroy showdown in Dubai, like what form had Reed gone into that apart from playing exhibition golf against some absolute hackers? Like, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't call it. So, like, with Louie now, you're looking at 100 to 1. And if he was on the PGA Tour and had a few kind of top 20s, he, he'd definitely be around 33 to 1 mark. Um, mm. Like, 112th is, like, just not representative of where he is in the world of golf. As you said, gone just shows up at majors and loves Augusta. <clears throat> I would, um, on the Bradley side, he just hates Augusta, I think. I, I, was, look, I, was, I was looking at him because I, I was tempted to back him last week or two weeks ago. And I just couldn't do it. Um, but he is, he's playing so well on tour, but he just, I don't think Augusta suits him or he doesn't, it, it doesn't. No, he's certainly not one that I'd be expected to contend, but it's just like Con said, you know, someone who's playing well, get him, get him over the line, making the cut. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah exactly. This, yeah. this group's tough. And I think group five is the, it's the group of death. So we're. <laughs> Before we move on, I think it's worth for the groups four and five. Let's just let's name one player each that we're going to nail our, ourselves to. I'm going Louis. You've made a compelling argument for Louis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got to back it myself. <laughs> yeah. Very. I, there's no one standing out to me other than Lou. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Louis is definitely the the man to look out for in this group based on what Con said. I don't norm, I don't normally agree with Con, but he did make a good argument there. Never I, agree. I do, I do. As you said, Dave, Hoagie's iron play. I think if he if he can clean up the putter this week, yeah, was a chance. But yeah, and I suppose the argument to be made here is that like maybe his iron play is just good enough to get him around in level par a couple of times and just make the cut, and that's all you're looking for here. Yeah, well, you're 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 looking to make the cut to make it exciting for the weekend, so you're in the sweeps. But at the same time, like you can be guaranteed, if we took a screenshot of these players now, one of them is going to be in the top ten on Sunday. Yeah, so trying yeah. to just find that that bit of gold. I think Kidiyama, I, I know like you have nothing to go off as far as Augusta goes, but yeah, again, just players riding hot streaks. Um I, I I'm very tempted to go for him. I've just I've got myself off the Bradley fence just because of Augusta and his record there. Um like someone like Danny Willett, if you see the English flag between Justin Rose and Danny Willett high up the leaderboard on, on Saturday, Sunday, you, you just wouldn't be surprised. It's it's a really trappy wow. group. Um, so I'm going to go with Kitayama, but I, I'm, yeah, very tempted to to back Liu Well, let's say two Louis and a Kitayama, and yeah. then let's let's have a look at the Hail Marys Group Five. The Hail Marys, here we go. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> too many. There's too many here. Uh, there's too many here, even to, to go through all of them. But I would say for anyone who's looking at this for the first time or or not that familiar, as I said. 
the the L boys you can you can discount immediately. So unfortunately, it's a it's a fond farewell to Mike Weir, VJ Singh, Fred Couples, uh, Bernard, Sandy Lyle, and Larry Mize. Larry Mize shouldn't be allowed to play anymore. I know. I know everyone. Uh, every former champ gets their gets their invite, but Larry needs to pack it in. What, um, what and then he's 106 now, Larry. <laughs> something like that. I think his odds. I think his odds and his age are probably matching up now at this point. I mean, do you like? I mean, just go back. You go back to 1987. You know, that was your day in the sun, Larry. Let it go. Um, <laughs> now, sir, I, I actually, I don't agree with that at all. He he took down fucking Greg Norman in a play. I know he did. He the did. Best in fucking Masters history. Let him have a he suck. Did. He did, but it was thirty. It was thirty six years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's sleep in dogs lie, Larry. I'd actually, anyway. I'd love, I'd love to see um, the data in Paddy Power or any of the betting sites. Who the fuck is backing Larry Mize? Because he should be a hundred thousand one. Yeah, like, thousand one indicates that there's some people actually putting money on. I'd say thousand to one to make the court would genuinely be more accurate. Mm. Um, right for for the sake of um, brevity, will we pick? Two guys each here who we uh, who we fancy, and I think we all know who's going to be the most popular man in this group. But um, Cooper, who would you say if you had to narrow it down to for two picks to to help people out here? Yeah, I, I can't believe he's in Group Five. Seamus Power. Um, I, I genuinely think with about eighty percent of the players in the sweeps normally Irish, I'd say it's going to be a similar number for people picking Power in the last group. Um, he's only been here once, top 30. Um, he hasn't had as good a year this year as he had last year, but like you know, the ability is there. He's gone around Augusta before, he knows the track now. He's had a good look at it. He's um, gonna do well, hopefully, a practice round with Harrington. Um, next week, if Harrington manages to win a Valero, but I think he's crazy overvalued. I, I honestly thought because we 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 kind of refreshed the odds on um last night so like as in just before the off um in case there was any changes or whatever and i i, I genuinely thought he was going to be about 80 to 1 and move up to like group three if not or four if not three but yeah he's he's going to be he's going to be a popular pick so yeah power is the obvious one um the other one for me is horschel um like he's never missed a cut here and he's just a steady eddie in terms of making the cut and that's really all you want from one of these group five guys, the only issue with it is his best finishes 17th. So he, he's never been in contention really, but he's never missed a cut in a good few years. So um, as far as making the cut and getting involved in the weekend, uh, I'd, I'd be back in Perrin Horschel. There's a few others there that kind of peak interest. Kevin Nas is always good around Augusta. Alex Norn is having a good year. I don't think he's ever really played well in the Masters. Um, Ryan Fox is... Uh, an interesting one um dp world tour absolute um front runner um but again uh historical fucking data isn't there to to back anthony up and hopefully taylor gooch shoots 28 over uh, <laughs> but yeah uh, that's, i'm gonna stick with power and horschel cool yeah it's very, it's very it's very actually very hard to argue with, with either of those um certainly two i'll be taking under consideration i suppose just to add a bit more to the mix is you can see Chris Kirk there. He's a winner on tour this season. He won at the Honda Classic. Um, Francesco Molinari, a man who people always forget that in the midst of Tiger winning in 2019, which was the story Molinari, unfortunately, more or less gave it to him as well. Um, 
So there is a lot of scar tissue from Molinari at Augusta, but also getting into contention that time proves that he can play well there and he has been. He's been solid, if not like unspectacular this season. So, you know, as you say, you're just looking for someone to make the cut here. I suppose I discounted the L lads. You can also discount the amateurs for the purposes of this. You can see Matthew McLean there, the uh, the Irish man who hopefully will be making the cut, but certainly not someone that you'd be you'd be thrown into a sweepstakes. So yeah, I think Power and Horse are good shouts, and then I just give consideration to the likes of uh, Molinari and Kirk. Basically, anyone who's got any short sort of form or consistency this year that isn't a geriatric or an amateur is kind of what you want to be looking out for here. Bit of Freddie Couples first round leader. Freddie Couples first round leader. That, that was that was the bet. That was the bet fifteen <laughs> years ago. I mean, Couples. I could watch him. I could watch him hit a golf ball all day. Just the, the ball just gets in the way of the swing. But I, I'm not going to be throwing him into my sweep. I actually remember one year um, we because this group five is obviously enormous. Um, so we'd normally just do we'd leave the old guys and the amateurs out and try and keep it to like below five hundred to one. And we got a request in. Um, I can't select Bernard Langer for Group Five, <laughs> so yeah. uh, you'll. Yeah, I'd say every, obviously everyone won't be picked, but yeah, if you're if you're trying to look for someone here, yeah, yeah, you have to avoid anyone bar Tiger without historical data, um, and obviously the amateurs as well. The amateurs could show up, you never know, but highly highly unlikely. But yeah, it'd be um, active players on the PGA Tour, potentially DP World Tour. And if they've any sort of course form before, even Schwartz will there. Like there's a few few past champions here in group four and five that like past champion indicates they fucking know the way around Augusta. So if that's what you're looking for in group five, just to make it into the weekend, it, it wouldn't be a bad shout. For me, it's the two boys that you mentioned previously. Horschel and Power were the two that I had uh, earmarked before we jumped on. Garcia... One year in 2017, but we haven't seen much of him now since he's gone off to, to live. So, um, yeah, I think keeping things simple, I would be looking at Seamus Power and Billy Horschel. And then, yeah, avoid, as Dave very eloquently put, the geriatrics and the amateurs, cast them aside, <laughs> and you can narrow your selection. Um, right, that was, hopefully that was useful for... <clears throat> I will just say, I will try and as well, Con, just finally, just when you're, yeah. when you've picked your, your team, um, you will jump into a tiebreaker. So, um, very rarely two people pick the same teams. If they do, they normally don't do very well because they're mostly favorites. But, um, if two teams end up on the same amount of points, uh, there is a tiebreaker. Um, so whatever the, the, the winning score is going to be at Augusta, say 15 under. Um, if you're on the same points and, you have 15, the winning score is 15, and the other person on the same points is 13, you win. If the winning score is 14, you have 15, and the other person is 13, it will drip into um, like a back nine kind of scenario where the, the highest finisher from group one will determine it, highest finisher from group two, and so on. So it's the only bar hopefully picking the winner out of group one. Um, it's the only other instance where group one actually becomes important. If it's a tiebreaker, that can't be split by the tiebreaker. Um, the entering your details then uh, is, is very quick and simple. And once you have actually logged in, um, you'll get access to your dashboard where you'll be able to enter again if you want, um, but also kind of dig into your teams um, and make edits to them. Um, so if you do want to change one guy because you hear about an interview on Wednesday evening, 
you, you can jump in whenever you want to, to make a change. And the leaderboard will be live on Wednesday night. So, yeah, that's about it. Any loud GA players out there, you're very welcome to uh, enter your club. Um, the highest amount of entries from a club will win a bag of, bag of footballs. So there's an incentive there as well. And we'll just have some data as well in terms of who people are picking. Um, normally, yes, yeah, so that probably won't be wrong. That won't be far off, uh, power 56%. But just some data there to show you where the where the crowd are thinking if uh, if you're split between any players. But, yeah, that's it. Great. Uh, thanks a million for that, Cooper. Cheers, Dave. Uh, hopefully that was useful for you guys. And um, best of luck with the sweeps in the Masters.